Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, welcome along to the show this evening. Uh, And what a night you've picked to tune in, Zach, because this might be... The very last ever Collective Noun Late Night Show. We have been challenged, Dom, mm. uh, to cook garlic bread in an average office kitchen in yes. under three minutes. And I said, if I didn't achieve it mm. this evening, yep. I would resign from radio forever. Well, it's a really big call. Some yep. journalists might stake their career on a massive story, a big political scandal. Yep. Maybe some athletes might stake their career well, on a big race. For me, garlic bread is that important. Yeah, right. I treat it just as important as all those things that you just listed, Dom. Yeah. And if I can't deliver mm. what I said I could, yeah. well, then my integrity's gone and I wouldn't be an <laughs> FM radio announcer. Well, of course, all FM radio announcers are known for their integrity. If you lose yours, you're out. That's right. That's how it works. So the question is, should I start interviewing for potential replacements now? Should yep. I save that for after the show? What, what, what do you think the best way to do this is? Um... I would save it because yep. I feel like before midnight, okay. I'm going to be in the clear. Yep. I think I'm going to achieve that garlic bread in three minutes. Mm. Um, and I think we're going to make the world a better place together. <laughs> and if you don't, do you already have Korea One on uh, up, uh, up ready at home, ready to go? Um, or are you that confident that you're not even considering what happens if this doesn't go well? I have written the letter. I just need to sign it <laughs> and put it on the boss's desk, and I'll right. be out of here straight after. Not even, I'm not even waiting to the end of the show. All oh, right. I'll be gone after that break. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll... Uh, That's going to be a fun last hour of the show hosted just by me. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Woman's Day. Light robbery. Each week, Dom, we go through Woman's Day, we rip out a page and we Mm. take it straight to the radio, Mm. unashamedly stealing from one of the country's leading magazines. Well, yeah, it's about time we did steal from them. I I think it's deserved. Um... This week, yeah. we're coming from page 18, Dom. Okay. As so, I uh, rip it out. Similar to what your teacher used to say in school, if you do have your woman's day on you, flick to page 18. The headline reads, yes. George's first day at big school. Mm. Now, this is about Prince George um, mm. going to school finally. He's, what, like five years old? Yeah. Uh, the school he's going to costs $27,000 a year. As you can imagine, he's a royal. Mm. This is the highest of high schools. Uh, $27,000 a year would be nothing for the Windsors. Now, the thing that caught my eye is at the bottom of the article. It's the menu at Prince George's new tuck shop. Okay. This is what the five-year-old will be eating on his little lunch and big lunch. Well, is it worth comparing to my tuck shop as well, my tuck shop orders from back in the day? I don't think you'll be having any of these. <laughs> okay. He'll be having lamb ragu. Oh, with, lovely. Uh, he's going to have baked smoked mackerel served with a bed <laughs> of lentils. Lovely. He'll also be having a freshly prepared barbecue pork strips, steamed baby corn, mm. carrots, snow peas with a Mediterranean couscous and quinoa. For dessert, Dom. Yes. Steamed. Oh, this is three courses. Uh, well, I think um, this was across the week. So I think right. on Monday was a lamb ragu <laughs> okay. uh, and so forth and so forth. But uh, for dessert, he's having a steamed jam and coconut sponge with organic custard. Oh, my god! Now, why this caught my eye, Dom, is because this is a five-year-old mm. eating adult food. Uh, I'm not sure I've ever eaten food quite as posh as what you've just described. And I feel like that's really throwing off the balance in the world. Mm. So the idea we would like to do, yep. that we'd like to steal from Women's Day... Taking on, it right from uh, under their noses. On 131060, mm. we would like to do the opposite. Yes. Prince George is a five-year-old eating adult's food. Mm. We would like to know, are you an adult eating kids' food? Now, this is, I guess it's to restore the balance. 
Um, and I'd like to go first, if you'd let me, Zach. If you'll allow me to to shove this in Woman's Day's face. I am a big consumer of fairy bread. I'm an adult who loves fairy bread. Uh, I, it's probably been a snack that I never gave up, if I'm honest. I just stuck with it my whole life. Now now that you are a celiac, yes. has that influenced your fairy bread consumption? Uh, sadly, a little bit. Uh, gluten-free bread with... Uh, gluten-free fairy bread does not taste quite as nice, but I'd be lying if I said I hadn't done it a few times anyway, and I'd be lying if I said I don't plan to do it again. Now, tell me if this is a kid's food, because this is a mm. food that I do enjoy. Yes. The chomp. Chocolate bar. Chomps are, uh, the chomp has to be a kid's food because it's got a cartoon on it. And you know why also? Because mm. it's smaller than the other chocolate bars. That's it doesn't true. come in a full size. It's quite a small chocolate bar. You have to buy a couple of them. And even the colours, it's a fluorish yellow, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really sure if any adult food comes in a fluorish yellow. 131060, help mm. us restore the balance. Yes. Are you an adult that enjoys kids' food? Danny is in Hobart. Danny, what's the kids' food you're eating? Uh, Roll-ups. Uh, <laughs> See, Danny, I uh, you, I have not thought about roll-ups in years, and right now I'm wondering if there's a late-night supermarket near the radio station because I want to go get some. What, uh, what's your flavour? What's your go-to? Um, I usually like the berry one. Yeah. Like the big berry one. Is that the purple one? Yeah. I only know I them by colour. <laughs> Do you still struggle with the plastic, like the cling, the film? Yeah, as an adult, Danny, yeah, does that become easier? Horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. It's still bad. Just like, and they're ripping the roll-off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a shame that I, I wondered, as you mentioned, Zach, whether that was just something that was hard in primary school. But it sounds like that's still a struggle for What adults. my friend did in primary school as a genius is he would stick the roll-up to his chest oh, right. underneath his shirt. And then yeah. in class, he would lick it. <laughs> it was kind of a little bit gross, but it was also <laughs> a genius move. Luke is in Melbourne. Luke, what's the kids' food you're eating? Oh, man, you can't go past Fruit Loops, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you having Fruit Loops for breakfast every day, Luke? Oh, I can't say every day. I've been trying to cut back a little bit, but, you know, <laughs> temptation gets you, you know? Well, uh, they do say you're meant to have two serves of fruit every day. That's true. Luke, do you have, a, do you have uh, people you live with who, who see you at the Fruit Loops? Do they think it's a good idea? Uh, not, not in the public eye. No, I tend to keep it a little secretive, but, uh, you yeah. know, sometimes... You might sneak a few here and there, yeah. Of course you do. You, uh, I imagine that just like some men might have the uh, the adult magazines hidden under the bed, that's where you keep the Fruit Loops and you pop a ball out when no one's home. I'd imagine what Luke would be doing also, Dom, is putting them on a necklace yes. around his <laughs> neck like we used to do in preschool so you can just bite it whenever you need it. Uh, Tanil is in Queensland. Tanil, what's the kids' food you're reading? I like eating the baby's banana in the little can. Baby okay, food. baby food. Well, so we, were, we were thinking yeah. kids' food, but you've gone even early. You've gone to baby's food. Yeah, I love the yeah the banana in the tin. Well, sell us on it, Tanil. What's um, what's so good about it? Uh, the taste of it. Okay, <laughs> okay well, <laughs> I can't debate with that. <laughs> How much does a, a tin of, of that set you back, Tanil? Um, well, I haven't ate it for a while because my son's a bit old now, but yeah. they were like, I don't know, two bucks back then. Right, so you're saying you'd buy them for your son and then you'd sneak a few yourself. You'd do the good old one for you, one for me? (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Well, can I just say, uh, I I have never been as sold on the idea of one day becoming a parent as I am right now because it's just occurred to me, there'll be kids' food all through the household that I can sneak at any time without any shame. I'm pretty sure a lot of that food is pretty high in fruit, though, Dom. Uh, is is that a downside for you? What, like the baby food? Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of it is just pureed oh. fruit. See, I was thinking more about the roll-ups and the Fruit Loops, <laughs> to be honest. And those uh, cruskets that help <laughs> you with your teething. <laughs> right across.
across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Check us out on Instagram. If you search for Collective Noun, you will find us there. And I heavily encourage you to do that right now. Uh, Do go to Instagram because we are currently streaming live on Instagram as history might be about to be made or Zach's career might be about to end. We cross now to Zach in the radio station kitchen. Zach, this is a big moment. This is currently where we're at, Tom. Mm. Two nights ago, I was challenged by Lockie in Albury to come up with a way to cook garlic bread in the average office kitchen. Yes. In under three minutes. And I was telling you, I thought it was nuts, and I was telling you, don't take this challenge on, Zach, because I don't think it can be done. Well, there are a lot of factors working against us, Dom. Mm. Obviously, in Office Kitchen, we don't have an oven in here. Yeah. Also, the average garlic bread, Mm. which I have a packet in front of me, recommends that you cook garlic bread for 15 to 16 minutes. Jeez, Zach, come on. We are trying to uh, shave 80%. (laughs) Off that time. You are you are an idiot. You are, seriously. Because not only did you say you can do it, you made a promise on Tuesday night that if you couldn't cook garlic bread in under three minutes, you would resign from the radio show immediately. Now, I'd like to explain to everyone at home mm. what the technique is. We okay. are going to do a divide and conquer. Doing the whole log is crazy. That's yep. not going to work. Mm. So what I've done is I've cut up the individual pieces of garlic bread. Right. We have a sandwich press in front of me. That's mm. currently heating. Now, the heat up time does not contribute to the three-minute cooking time. Right. What I believe will happen in just the next few seconds, Mm. I'm going to put each piece of bread face down on the sandwich press. Yep. We will go to a song that's two minutes and 30 seconds in length. That will be our timer. Mm. At the end of that, I will pick up the garlic bread and I will consume the first ever garlic bread cooked in under three minutes in an office kitchen. And if you do fail, Zach, I have called in security to escort you out of the building immediately. Uh, it will be your last night on the show, and That's you will be gone. only appropriate, Dom, and yep. um, I thank you for doing that. But I feel like we are ready. <laughs> Dom, this is for all the people who said it couldn't be done. Mm. All the people in offices across the country with no oven. Very few utensils. Yes. This garlic bread cook-off is for you. Is it doable, Zach? I'm picking up the first piece of garlic bread now. It is making its way onto the sandwich press. I am hoping for a sizzle. Tell me when it's on the sandwich press. Oh, I can hear a slight sizzle, I think. Okay, well, if this if it's on the sandwich press, the timer begins, Zach. Okay, not yet, not yet. Not I need yet. to put all the pieces on. We okay. have three pieces. I'm putting four pieces face down. I'm hearing a bit of a sizzle. I'm happy to hear that, Dom. Great. The butter is sizzling away. That's we good. now are getting nine pieces on. We're going to do ten, ten. for luck. Jeez. Once the top layer of the sandwich press goes down, the timer will start. Okay. In three, two, one... The timer is underway. We're away. Can the garlic bread cook in three minutes? We're going to go to a song. On the other side of this, history will either be made or Zach's career in radio will be over. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We currently have Zach in the radio station kitchen. Zach making some history. I'm literally shaking, Dom, because I said that we could cook garlic bread Mm. in under three minutes. On a sandwich press. And I have to tell you, Zach, we have just been to a song, and as of right now, that's the buzzer. The three minutes are up. Okay, I can hear a sizzle. The timer has finished. I can smell garlic. 
But what we're about to do is mm. open the sandwich press and see what we get. Now, just a reminder of the steak, Zach. If this garlic bread is not crunchy, if it is not cooked through in under three minutes on that sandwich press, you will be escorted out of the building. Your career in radio will be over. And you will... I, I imagine you'll go to the, the woods and live your life in shame and exile. I'm about to lift up the sandwich press like a drug dealer. I might lift up the briefcase <laughs> to see the money inside. Here we go. Oh, I'm nervous. Here we go. We are currently live oh, on Instagram. Dog! What? Oh, dog! It looks good. It's toasted! Well... It's toasted! I'm not, I'm not going too early, Zach. Until you chew into it, it might just look good on the outside. Until okay, you chew into I'm it, I'm showing uh, the live stream on Instagram. What sort of toasting we're talking about here? Uh, search for Collective Down on Instagram if you do want to see this this history oh, being made live. Look at this one. Look at this one. This is the perfect toasting. What what colour are you seeing, Zach? Describe the colouring of the garlic bread. Do you remember the cheesy toast from Sizzler? Oh yes. I'm getting an exact replica of that at the moment. Oh. Now it's actually so hot. I'm gonna have to. Mm. Um, let it just cool down for a moment, well, which well, is a great sign. Yes. Well, while it does cool, Zach, let's just let's just refresh. It was two nights ago you were given this task by listener Lockie in Albury. Could you cook garlic bread in an office kitchen in under three minutes? Now, garlic bread normally is upwards of 20 minutes to cook in an oven. You didn't even have an oven with you. You had to improvise and you staked your career on the ability that you would be able to do it. Are there nerves right now, Zach? Are you, are you worried that this might not work? Dom, I am happy to bite into it, and what I'd like to do mm. is drop all sounds from the radio so the people at home can hear this crunch. That's how confident I am. If we hear a clean crunch, you've done it, and you're a hero. If we don't, you're out. Ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. I'm about to bite in the garlic bread cooked in under three minutes oh in an gosh. office kitchen. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. That's a crunch. It tastes wonderful, Dom! It's cooked! It tastes wonderful! It's cooked! Oh my gosh, you've done it! I encourage everyone who works in an office tomorrow, on the way into work, pick yourself up some garlic bread. Take it into the kitchen. Everyone, all of your co-workers are going to say you're crazy. They're going to say, what are you doing with garlic bread in the work kitchen? It won't work! You can't do it! You say no. You say no. I believe oh it my can gosh. be done, and I will enjoy garlic bread in my cubicle in front of all my workmates Zach, tomorrow Zach, and oh, shove it in their face. I am shaking right now. What a historic moment on the radio. Firstly, your career is saved. You get to keep on broadcasting. Secondly, you've revolutionised the office kitchen and the garlic bread industry. And thirdly, you have put your name in history tonight, Zach. You will be etched in history forever for this achievement. How do you feel? What I'm going to say. Yes. This garlic bread is better than oven baked. Oh my gosh! I would say it's the optimal way to cook <laughs> garlic bread. We've discovered it live oh. on the radio tonight. Garlic bread, pizza, pasta will never be the same again. It's revolutionary, Zach. Pop the champagne. It's time to celebrate. You've made history. And there's some fresh garlic bread ready to be oh, eaten. It is so delicious. C- can I just say, Zach, nights like tonight, it's an honour to call you my friend. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's an overstatement either, Dom. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Harry Styles is a big fan of Bachelor Maddie J and Laura's relationship. And you saw the little looks across the room and bits of tension, that those little kind of tender moments. You know, we kind of got to watch it grow kind of in front of our eyes almost. Also, Miley Cyrus revealed how she's going to get the new iPhone. I can steal them. 
I really like, I never realized too about the stealing is really fun. And Pauline Hanson isn't happy with Laura winning The Bachelor. Well, the cat's out of the bag and I'll tell you what, I am mad. I'm absolutely seething over this. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I have to say, Zach, we're basking in glory here right now. Uh, we just successfully cooked garlic bread in under three minutes in mm. a sandwich toaster, proving to everyone who works in an office, you can have garlic bread for your work lunch. Here we go. That's a crunch. It tastes wonderful, Dom. It's cooked. It tastes wonderful. It's cooked. Oh, my gosh, you've done it. Now, Dom, I would like to address some of the feedback we are getting on our Instagram after yes. such um, what I would call, would you say, a world-changing moment? Uh, certainly. I, you know what? I don't think that's enough. I reckon this is a, a universal changing moment. Well, Sleepy Laura says, been waiting for this. Matt Withers says, exciting times we live in, love heart. Yep. Uh, Arathine says, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread mm. um, had garlic butter put on it. <laughs> yep. Uh, lots of just loves garlic bread in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, F. Cow says, this is going to be life-changing. Mm. Uh, Leanne says, blast Eye of the Tiger music, of course, all the time. We have been doing that here in the studio. Jacob says, this is a revolution. Um, he even suggests garlic bread Friday which is a great wow. idea. And I would encourage that of everyone tomorrow. Amazing. Uh, today, I think, actually, when you go to work, uh, bring some garlic bread in, cook it in the sandwich press, and <laughs> toast it to your friends. Can I just say, Zach, as a, a strong AFL fan growing up, there's always a few minutes after an AFL team wins the grand final yep. where they're crying, they're hugging, they're on the, the ground of the MCG in tears, can't believe what they've just achieved. I feel like I'm in that sort of a moment right now. Of course, Tom. But um, as the dust settles, I would like to address one small controversy that's coming up from one person on the thread okay. who thinks that what we just did wasn't legitimate because yes. the garlic bread mm. was not frozen. Ooh. It was um, fridge. Okay. okay. Now, I did consult for the garlic bread loaf, a garlic mm. bread expert who had tried all the garlic breads in Coles, and yes. they assured me that the Coles brand garlic bread was the best that you could get. I went for quality. Mm. I went for value. Mm. And this isn't an ad, but that was <laughs> the best one I could find. Uh, now, that is yeah. how you find it in the store. It's in a fridge, not a freezer? It's in a fridge, not a freezer. Wow. Now, it would be silly of me mm. to take it from the fridge where I found it yep. and put it into a freezer. That's just crazy stupid, talk. Stupid. I want to do it as I buy well, it. Well, can I just say, I think it's really disappointing. And this always happens yeah. in such a historic moment yeah. that someone's decided now's the time they want to cut you down. Well, we're now 60 years past man walking on the moon. Yeah. But still people say it didn't happen. <laughs> That's it. Still it's... there's people out there yeah. who, who try to poo-poo it, <laughs> say, no, that wasn't actually the moon. Yeah. That was a studio in Hollywood. That's it. It's tall poppy syndrome at its yep. best. And can I just say, some people, of course, when you achieve something this historic and this monumental, yep. some people are going to be jealous, Zach, and they're going to try to cut you down. No. But look at me. Do not let them get to you because you've just changed this world. I will not buy into that conspiracy. No. I will not let this garlic bread go with the moon landing, go with flat earth, go yep. with the lizard people. <laughs> yep. No, mm. this happened. This is real news. And we have the video on our Instagram to prove it. So, well, the next question, obviously, is what's next for Zach Mander? I mean, first you found a way of cooking hash browns in a toaster. Yep. And then you cook garlic bread on a sandwich press. I mean, where, where does this end for you? Well, we did get a comment yes. on the Instagram live stream from Jane. Mm. All I'll say is she suggested pancakes. <laughs> Watch this space. Oh, wow. Wow. What a cliffhanger. <laughs> what a night. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, 
I got access uh, to my high school email address today, my, my old Hotmail account that I used when I was in high school. Mm. Uh, I uh, I had to log back in to try to find an old password for something, and it was my first time into this email address since 2011, in, in a good six years. I imagine it was a goldmine, Dom, of uh, emails from your high school years. Yes, uh, just me and my various crushes at the time emailing each other. Is that actually what it was? There was one email from a crush, which I thought was funny reading back over that. Okay, well, day, yeah. we are definitely going to read that out. <laughs> We're not reading that out. Uh, but I did notice that. So it was my first time into this email address since 2011, which was my first year out of high school. So to paint the picture, this is 17-year-old Dom who was looking for a casual job at the time, right? And this email address was littered all over the resumes I handed out in every store. Now, I haven't logged into that email in a long time because I did go on to get a new email address, a, a less embarrassing one, more mm-hmm. professional one. So logging in today, I was surprised to see an email that I had missed that arrived on the 21st of June, 2011. Okay, so six years ago. Yep, six months out of high school, saying, Hi, Dominic. Thanks again for your application for the position of crew member at McDonald's last year. I did apply when I was in year 12 for a McDonald's job and didn't hear back from them, so this uh, I thought they'd snubbed me. We want to inform you that you were an impressive applicant, even though your application was unsuccessful on that occasion. <laughs> impressive applicant, wow. Zach. That, that doesn't make sense, Faye. If you, you were impressive, they would have well, given you a job, wouldn't they? Maybe they just, maybe the manager had to say, not yet. He's not ready yet. Okay, he's like, too good. He's <laughs> <laughs> the burgers will be too tasty. <laughs> it goes on. We're happy to say that we now have further vacancies at the McDonald's store you applied for last year and think you would be a great fit! Exclamation mark. We would love to see you on Wednesday next week at 2pm for a brief interview and training. Regards, McDonald's. What a missed opportunity. Zach, I could have worked at Macca's. I could have been a crew member. Do you know how long I wanted to be a crew member? I thought they'd completely stun me. Had no interest in me. Hmm. And that was sitting there all along. What a sliding doors moment. What a, what a, like what, what could have been? I mean, firstly, McDonald's probably would have gone bankrupt by now had I worked for them. Because you'd be eating chicken nuggets <laughs> out of the well, fryer. I believe they have a rule. I could be wrong, but some Macca's employee friends of mine have told me that you can basically eat as much Macca's as you want when you work at Macca's. <laughs> Is that a real rule? I think it's like the chocolate factory. Like you're at Cadbury at the chocolate factory. They say you can eat as much chocolate as you want. (laughs) You know the ins and outs of (laughs) the perks of working at different food-related factories. I've got none of the expertise on the actual job, but on on the the food perks, I'm well across it. But yeah, I would have eaten so much food that they would have been in big trouble. My my, my question is, Zach, and this is what I wondered reading that email today, is it too late to send a reply? No, of course you need to reply. (laughs) So do you have um, like a notepad over there or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to help me with a reply here? Yeah, so what did it say okay. next Wednesday? Next Wednesday. So that would have been, ooh, Wednesday, the, I guess the 20-something of June 2011. Okay. So a bit late. A bit uh, late. Say, hey, guys, thanks yep. for your email. Hey, guys, thanks for your email. Yep. Yes, still very interested in the position. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I was busy on Wednesday. <laughs> Could we please arrange a new time? I mean, that sounds pretty good. I'm sure they'll, uh, they'll they'll pick me up straight away. There could have been multiple generations of people who run this account who've changed over time. Yeah. But, no, I but reckon... make sure you reply mm. so they see the original email. Oh, Do you understand what I mean? So yes. they'll understand the context because we'll be in an email chain. Are you happy for me to put you down as a referee for this position? Uh, 100%. We've worked right. together for a little while yeah. now. What would what, If they called you, McDonald's called you and said, hey, why should we employ Dom? What would you tell them? 
Um, well, now that you're celiac, yes. you won't eat them out of house and home. So <laughs> that, would be, that would be good. It's a positive, yep. Um, from the radio point of view, mm. uh, you're good at writing on a whiteboard. Yeah, I do that a lot. Is that going to help you at McDonald's? Um, I don't know. You could, would you tell them I'm a hard worker, I'm a good team member, I'm fun to be around? So you're good at the whiteboard. <laughs> Did you have the whiteboard down? <laughs> Great. Well, look, I, I reckon this is just about good to send back to them. And I'm sorry, but the, I might not be here next week. I yes. might have a, I, I mean, I don't know how fast these things move. I might have a trial shift to go to. Well, we can guarantee you will be hearing Dom's voice on the radio next week. Yes. But it might not be on the radio airways. It might be through <laughs> the speaker box at a drive through This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead. For five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And look, it is so affordable to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All it's going to cost you is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Search for Collective Noun. Leave that five-star rating, whatever you want in the review, Zach. And you are through the turnstiles, through the gate, and you've got a whole day of fun ahead of you in the forum. It's always exciting to find out who is frolicking today. Uh, today, we have Maddie Slevzo, firstly, in the forum. Welcome along, Maddie. Um, Maddie thinks that uh, her mum might have seen my soulmate. Apparently, she was on a train a few days ago, and there was a girl listening to Christmas carols very loudly through her headphones. So I am not alone in beginning the Christmas season unreasonably early. Do you know what I just saw tonight? Mm. I saw the trailer to, it wasn't the trailer, it was like a released scene of the Emoji movie that came out today. Yes, right. And they're talking about the Christmas Emoji, the narrator. Hang on, which are we talking? The the Christmas tree. The tree, okay, right. And the Christmas tree Mm. yells out Merry Christmas and then someone yells back, it's only September. Right, okay. So in a kids movie, yeah, that's meant to be light, yes, that's meant to be fun, sure. They are saying that September is too early for so, Christmas. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I get my opinions from uh, my world experience, not from the Emoji movie. But if you want to have something in common with the uh, opinions, excuse- hey, 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 hey you- hold up, yes. hold up, you do not have the higher ground here <laughs> when you're defending playing <laughs> Christmas carols in September. I'm just saying, if you want to get your opinions from the Emoji movie, Zach, and yep. not have any of your own, that's okay. No, but for me, I do have some of my own. What I'm saying is that I'm proving mm. through its existence in a children's movie. Yes. That even in the most likely scenario yes. of someone to support you in a kid's movie, yeah. even they say September's too early. Well, can I just say, if you look through history, I don't, do you study history at school much? You, um, do you know much about history? I exclusively am a student of history and the world. Well, I'm, great, I'm very glad to hear that, right? Because I think if you do look back through history, mm. you realise every revolutionary, every pioneer once stood alone. They stood in front of the world. The world laughed at them often, and the world said, "You're, you're, are you ridiculous?" You're, right. you're Any come to mind? Um, I'm pretty sure that. Um, well, I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I imagine they laughed at Bill Gates when he said, "I'm going to make Microsoft," didn't they? <laughs> they probably did. No, maybe they laughed at Steve oh, Jobs that, about he's Apple. He's famous. Uh, he's famous. I'm going to make Microsoft speech. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, it was Caesar universally loved? Julius Caesar? Well, he was actually. That's, that's quite a bad example. My point is that there would be people in history who were ridiculed for their viewpoints, just like you ridicule me for liking Christmas too much. And I think ultimately, like them, I'll be looked back on my future generations as a revolutionary. Okay. <laughs> it's not too ambitious, is and it? And they'll say, Mummy and Daddy, mm. why are we listening to Christmas carols <laughs> in September? And they'll say, Little Johnny, sit down. And we'll tell you the story of Dom Fay. Get a glass of milk. 
the Christmas crusade. <laughs> Uh, and I should just say to Maddie, uh, who did mention obviously that her mum thinks that she saw my soulmate. Mm. Um, if you do have the contact details of the woman from the train or any way to get me in touch with my potential soulmate, very appreciated. If that could be, that could be passed on Zach, because in this world, it's so hard to find love. And it does sound like this woman listening to Christmas carols might be my perfect match. Well, you can't let love go. No, you, <laughs> you really can't. Um, as Michael Bublé sang, uh, all I want uh, for Christmas no, is you. No. What? We will not be quoting Michael Bublé. <laughs> You're not going to let me quote? No. Okay. What? You're not even, no jokes? No. Just quite seriously. I don't want to hear it. There's a blanket ban on me quoting Bublé. Yes. Okay. No. And we're very close to beeping the name out. <laughs> We got a sensor, and some shows have a sensor for swear that words. sits there to bleep out any swear word. What you want a higher one? What's worse? Yeah, <laughs> for any time I say Michael Bublé, I actually use Michael Bublé as an insult. <laughs> if someone cuts me off, that's what I yell out the window. <laughs> you mother Bublé. <laughs> they that would be cutting. They would feel if they ever heard you, they would be so insulted by that. I think it's Jeez. the the highest on the tree of insults. Uh, or the highest on the tree, the Christmas tree, of compliments for me. So feel free to call me Bublé anytime, Zach. Next up, we have, I listened to your podcast on the forum, Zach, uh, who got in touch a little while ago. They were quite upset at my story of parking in appearance with Pram Spot. Yep. I think at one stage they did threaten to uh, edit me out of every podcast they listened to to just hear you. Yep. Because as a parent, they thought that uh, I, I'd done a quite a bad thing stealing appearance with Pram Spot. Uh, you apologized, Dom, mm. and you said that you would never do it again. Yep. And you would sacrifice one time of mm. parking in appearance with Pram Spot when you were actually eligible, when you did have a kid. Yes. Well, look, I listen to your podcast is back in touch saying that they appreciate the apology. Uh, so that, that's nice. And they've said that they have, well, they don't actually say they've forgiven me, but the vibe is forgiveness. <laughs> I'm going to run with that. Um, and they say that they're happy for me to park in the parents with pram spot whenever I become a parent, no need to give it up one time as a punishment. So if that isn't just the, the greatest signal of forgiveness and healing in the world, yep. I don't know what is. That's what the Collective Down Forum's about. That's it. We, we, we're not all fun in here. No. Sometimes it's about deep emotional moments as well. Who's up next? Uh, we have Yes Mate, Yes Wow, uh, who, look, they've actually touched on a conversation we've just been having in this exact forum. And sometimes that happens. They heard the conversation from, they were probably on the Ferris wheel. Yep. They heard us having the chat. And they, they weren't able to comment straight away because no. the Ferris wheel moves quite slowly, yes. which is a disadvantage if you're trying to catch up with conversations, That's an it. advantage if you're trying to take in the sights. That's it. So, But they are now off the Ferris wheel. Over here to comment on the Christmas conversation we were just having. They've just said uh, that I've said it once and I'll say it again. No more Christmas chat till December, please, with three exclamation marks, which is really interesting. I've said it better point. myself. Um, and you know what? Uh, I think that is actually the first time Yes Mate, Yes Wow has expressed that sentiment. So they're not wrong. They've said it once and they'll say it again. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fair point. Well, look, I, I do know that your investigation into the Christmas quota potential breach is still ongoing. Is that the uh, case? We are looking towards early next week getting a result. Oh, we're that close, are we? Yep. Uh, okay. The lab is meant to come back with the results any day now. What's the lab analyzing? Um, if you have talked about Christmas <laughs> three times. I feel like the lab could be doing more important things than that analysis. There's not one lab. <laughs> I guess that's uh, true. Were you under the impression <laughs> that there was, when it, people said we're sending it off to the lab, <laughs> there was one just in the middle of the world. Just one man. One... Yeah, where all, <laughs> everything that has to go to a lab 
went through that. <laughs> One person works in that lab and they're like, oh, geez, I can't, I can't handle all these different specimens. Yep. So what lab did you send this off to? Uh, the radio lab. The radio lab, mm. which, you know what, they're so busy often um, putting together great sound effects and openers. Yep. There's a very mysterious sound. Some even say secret sounds fair. <laughs> um, yes. And that's also where the local fugitive hides. Yes. Yeah. All uh, the great the insert, the radio station you're listening to this on, fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that's also where they print the money from the cash giveaways. Yes, um, of course. Because obviously, they, they, where do you think they get the money from? People often ask us this. Where does commercial radio get all the money for the giveaways? We don't have it. No, it's we in the radio it. lab. It's in the radio lab. So, okay, well, the radio lab... I mean, I'm feeling optimistic that I'm going to come out of this trial, this investigation, looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess we'll have to wait until next week when the jury will... Is there a jury? Is it just you? No, I, I just get the results back. It's an okay. A4 piece of paper. All right. It's, um, you know, considering radio was all about the bells and whistles. Yes. It's actually quite a boring way of emailing <laughs> it back. Well, that, uh, look, maybe you could ask for a more interesting way. Maybe they could put a, a nice Christmas border on mm -hmm. the email. That'd be nice. There's some, some good Christmas I, borders I doubt out there. they'll be doing that. With the results that I've heard. Rumoured. Hold on a second. You've got a preview of the results? No, well, I just knew which way it was going. <laughs> okay. And I've made my own assumption. Mm. I'm not allowed to comment on that. An, an ongoing case. Yeah, well, what I will say is I have seen in films and TV shows for as long as I can remember surprise verdicts, surprise rulings from judges before, right? Mm -hmm. Where everyone expects a case to go one way and then at the last minute it goes another way. And I wouldn't be surprised if the case of the Christmas quota goes my way at the last minute. Okay. That's what I'm saying. In a happy Christmas movie-like ending, I will be allowed to mention Christmas as much as I want. I don't think so. <laughs> Wait and see. Uh, that is what we've got time for on the forum today. If you do want to be a part of it, all you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave your five-star rating. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Zach, I'm moving out, uh, moving house, sorry, with my parents to a new house <laughs> in a two, two weeks' time, actually, the move's coming up, so it's pretty soon. You've got to be careful with how you say it, don't you? Yeah, I really do, and, and I did get into trouble on this today, actually. So mum and dad have renovated a place, and the whole family's moving. Mum and no, dad, it's not me, the whole family. Well, okay, my younger brother as well. My older brother has moved out with his wife, yes. Um, but no, you're right. 23, still living at home. Uh, just a different home. But today I was chatting to a friend I hadn't seen in a while, and I made the mistake of saying, oh, yeah, I'm actually moving out in a few weeks. Why right? did he say moving out then? Well, because he asked me, you know, how are things going? And I just was like, it's my default. I'm moving out of the, ho the home I've no, got No, it's not. In. Psychologically, yeah. I think somewhere, yeah. your subconscious <laughs> yes. wants to make it sound like you're moving out of home. Well, see, here's the danger, though. So I say I'm moving out. Yeah. The truth is what I should have said is, mum, dad, Hudson, and I are moving to a different house. No, but I mean, no one says when they're moving house. Mm. I, I'm moving at the end of this year. I'm yes. not going to say I'm moving out. You say I'm moving house or I'm just moving. Yeah, but I guess, I guess that's It's not true. even the right thing to say. Well, the friend did pick me up on this because what he said was he's like, oh, finally. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was kind of, you know, I was going around and said, what do you mean? He said, well, I can tell you now. I was starting to wonder what, if it was going to happen. And he's like, but you know, you're 23. So it's okay. I guess if you're moving out now. Has his friends, okay. were they, had they left they, home? They have left home some time ago. Yes. And they were like, oh, but at least you're finally getting out. That's, that's good to hear, Dom, that you're finally moving ahead in your life. Yeah. There's a few seconds of awkward silence and then I said, 
well, actually, mum and dad are coming too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what did they say then? Oh, they said, well, I would retract everything I said before. Oh, that's so embarrassing. And I'll hold the statement for when you actually do move out it's, of home. It's like when um, you think that your friend's broken up with their partner. Yeah. And then you start to say what you really <laughs> thought about the partner. And then they're like, oh, no, actually, we didn't break up. And you're like, oh, no, I didn't mean any of those things. <laughs> so my question to you then, Zach, is how many years have I got? What's what's the absolute? Because if this guy, this friend of mine, thought it was a joke to still be living at home 23. Mm. When do you reckon the absolute cutoff, if I want some respectability, is what age should I be going by? Oh, I'm not the authority on the age. I don't know. I think the average age is getting pushed back further and further, isn't it? Maybe you could mm. be the poster, the oh, poster boy yes! for living at home. I'm going to change the stigma. I'm never moving out. Get ready, mum and dad. I'm with you for the rest of my life. Oh, Dom, if yeah? you're worried about the s- stigma mm. of an adult living too long with their parents, yes. You wouldn't be changing that stigma. <laughs> You'd be playing right into the stereotype. <laughs> uh, that is all we got time for tonight. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collector Noun on iTunes. You can grab the podcast there. And we'll see you Monday at 11. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.